The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Hello and welcome to episode 131, season 6, episode 7, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. I'm the other Mr. P. Well, we have made it to the end of November. Hope you are all doing well and the uh, festive period can now officially begin. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's always nice, but apart from obviously... If you've got youngsters, it's time for the elf to arrive, isn't it? Well, it's the first year I won't be doing that little bastard. Yeah, it's I gone. firmly am. It's got, don't get me wrong, I'd say the first year of doing Elf on the Shelf is, is wonderful. It's brilliant. You know, the novelty is there. Everything's an adventure. Thinking of the ideas is all good fun. Second year, you can stretch it out. You can find new ideas. By the third year, you're scraping page five of google mm. to try and find an original idea you never want to go to page five and then by the fifth year you are just there's no effort there's no way in a million years is any parent like me last year it, it just sometimes the elves are just left just <laughs> left just left um the best one i ever did was obviously when we went to new york a couple of years ago and just stuck him in the suitcase and that was three days gone yeah that's perfect um other tips you could use if you want Say they're isolating. COVID's still about, isn't it? Yeah, but that... Mm, oh, did you use that one up last year? That was that was a bit of a last year one. Okay, way. here's another one then. Say that the EU citizens can't get in now that we're out. Brexit. <laughs> Why are you turning it political? You can't turn saying, it off on the shelf Get political. the kids engaged early doors. Get them on the right side. Um, so, yeah, so Advent starts tomorrow as well. You've got your Advent calendar. No, type 1 diabetic, if anyone didn't know. Um, and I remember one year someone bought me a, uh, probably mum, bought me like a, you know, a diabetic-friendly advent calendar. Open day one. Tasted like trash. What would a diet, so it's just oh, like, it's just, just sugar-free like, chocolate. But you, you don't, you don't, listen, it is what it is. The kids have their advent calendar. My wife has her advent calendar. I'm all right. I, I may just wait until the blood sugars dip lower than average and then i might treat myself to a little a little bar but it's not me anymore it's a shame really but yeah well i'll, I'll still do you, an which one have you got lint oh lindor that's good. a lindor advent calendar you yeah. know the one the little red it's all about the red ones as well yeah just the milk chocolate you cannot beat it yeah no you cannot play. beat it um oh any teachers listening to this a little website for you uh, head over to Project Britain. If you Google Project Bit- Project Britain Interactive Advent Calendar, 
It's been around for years, but what you do is each day, uh, just as a little starter in the lesson, or as the children are coming into class, you can click on the day and then you'll get uh, a country, a flag will pop up. So you can have a little chat about what flag you think it is. And then you reveal that country and then the page gives you loads of information about how Christmas is celebrated in that country. Nice. So a nice little link to geography there, Project Britain, well worth checking out. So uh, what else is new? What, what, what have you been up to? Out and out? No, not nothing much really. Obviously, as I touched upon last week, uh, I am in the middle of moving. Um, as we're renting, we've kind of got our place until the end of December, so it's not like the stress of, uh, you know, have to be out on a certain day. We've got a bit of time, so everything's boxed up. But I made a no. Um, obviously, Kim, my wife, is very much well. She's just she's organised. Uh, I, on the other hand, am not. And she was like, you need to sort your clothes out. You need to, you know, get rid of whatever you don't want. Is this and to do with the house move or just your general sense of fashion? My general attire. Yeah. Uh, no, so I, you know, I did a bin bag. I think it's the latter. Did a bin bag for Goodwill, um, even though they handed it me back, which was <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you gave it yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Oxfam didn't want, and I love big butts tea. Uh, I don't know why. I thought it'd be on a mannequin. Um, yeah, so, I, 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 you know, I, 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 it was one of those things. I'm like one of those where I can't be bothered, I can't be bothered, but then when I get it in my head, it's like, it, I think it's to do with my ADD, because this is what I was like at school. It was kind of like, oh, no, no, no. But then once I got the kind of, once I've set myself the, the task, I can't relax then until it's done. So I took a couple of hours, and I piled all my clothes into these big, rucksack bags you know b&m classics yeah because they're better than boxes and then you know zipped them all up piled them up and said to kim boom done it all couple of hours everything's gone and she was like brilliant um you've kept some stuff out though for work and and whatever else and no 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 i hadn't oh uh, you I packed everything packed everything oh, wow. and then it was like where's that t-shirt that I need where's that shirt that I need just O's galore. And I'm, I think it's just, it's there's just an awful lot going on at the minute. And I feel, I, I don't get headaches very, you're more of a headaches man, aren't oh, you? Oh, I get them on the regs. And, um, you there's, know, there's rarely a day I don't have a World Cup. Do you know what annoyed me, right? It was England obviously played last night against yeah. Wales in the World Cup. Come on, the three Lions, top of the group, we'll take it. And I, you know, normally when there's an England game on, I could be tempted to have. You know, a barrage, couple, you know, yeah, or two. couple of beers, yeah, nothing major, especially obviously if it's on a Saturday or a Friday, there's more chance of a few more. But normally in work, it might be one or two. Last night, I was very much like, no, I've got a busy day, I'm not touching anything apart from just cold pop. Yeah, I woke up this morning feeling the most hungover I've ever felt. Really? Yeah, I didn't touch a drop, and I feel like that's my body telling me. The three lions won three nil, and you, you jackass, didn't touch a cold one. So here you go. You know, it's kind of like it, it was. It was. It's been. There's tough. a lot going around though, isn't there? Like we, uh, one of my boys hasn't stopped throwing up for well since we got back from Centre Parks. So he's oh. been off school all week, just chugging, chucking up all the <laughs> chugging. Is it chugging. Charlie? No, no, it's Harry. Which isn't like him because normally he's bouncing off the walls. But yeah, so just you know when he's bouncing off yeah. the walls. Um, yeah, so England. Well, we're, we're Sunday, aren't we now? 
Sunday. So that's sort of like uh, can't go. No, turbo. and also I've got a special job at school um, on Monday where you know I don't really want to be. I need to be on top form. I need yeah. to be jolly. I need to eat a lot on Sunday night. If you get my drift, people. Yeah, are people can use their inference skills. Yeah, inference skills. How's your um, voice? You've been practicing. No, no, no. I keep it, even though I've started to feel a little bit, a little horse. bit groggy. Yeah, a little bit hoarse. I was losing my voice earlier this week, and yeah, no, I still feel like I've got the voice down. But again, it's one of those where you will just have to wait and see on the day. And and also, I did say this to my uh, to my head teacher where. Obviously, England play last 16 against Senegal on 7 o'clock Sunday night. And I said, like, if it goes our way, then the children are in for a jolly, happy, good time. <laughs> if, you know, heartbreak ensues, it could be just like, that was the weirdest grotto ever. Father Christmas was crying. Um, well, we went to Centre Parts at the weekend. And obviously, we've been going each year since the kids were like two, three, I think. Um, apart from the COVID year, and I'll, and we go and see Father Christmas, and we said to the kids, "Do you want to go and see him this year?" And they were like, "Yeah," and we couldn't work out whether they still believe. Yeah, you or touched just, on it last week. More tradition. Yeah, like... Anyway, we booked it, but the only slot we could get was eight o'clock at night. Okay. Right, and you could tell when we went to see Father Christmas, it was at the end of a very long shift. So the elf came out to meet us before we even got to like the Santa village you could t- you know like a shift old those old shifts at next you wanting to rush the customers out yeah, yeah. to lock it you all know, down you know you, you you in next when it was like quarter to 10 at night when you're about to you'd put the shutters down halfway oh yeah yeah the yeah. shutters were the shutters were firmly down yeah, just put, in Santa's grotto people walking down and you're just like oh it might be closed he closed uh, <laughs> not officially but if you yeah, can speed it up quit, if you work in a shop you or ever worked in a shop you know the score and um, so they self came run, run out came running out came running i can't out. stop laughing at the shutter was down at the north pole <laughs> right would you hurry up yeah and the self came running out and she's like uh, you're here to see santa like, yeah I'm like right in you go it was a proper just <laughs> sort of, and then you could just tell the enthusiasm for that santa was was one eyebrow or dwindling off. was yeah. dwindling and he was sort of you know going i mean to be fair it must be such a tough gig because I sort of... I so- Trust me, pal, it is. <laughs> no, uh, but do you know what I mean? Because, I mean, it's hard enough as a teacher, isn't it? Uh, but, you know, you can imagine as Father Christmas, you're having the same conversations with the same kids. Or, same t- or different kids. So some kids will be little brats and you can't... Well, and you've still got to sort of go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but- I think that's the funniest thing is, especially working in a school, but, you know, like like when you go to the to the grotto and you see a kid not listening to his mum and dad, you know, being being horrendous, yeah, ripping stuff up, being horrible, using bad language, whatever it may be. I've seen it all, as in like at grottos. (laughs) And then they go into the big man and the big man's first question is, oh, have you been good this year? And they're like, yeah. And you're just thinking, no, you have not. (laughs) Liar. You've literally just punched your dad in the nuts. (laughs) It's chestnuts are now roasting. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, we had a lovely weekend. Uh, it just seemed to go really quick. I don't know whether it was because when obviously we got there, um, the football was on. So usually as soon as we get there, we unpack and then we sort of go swimming on the Friday night. 
And obviously we didn't do that because the game was on, which actually was a yeah. shocker. You should have swam. Should have swam. Um, so yeah, it just seemed to go really, really quickly. But anyway, we had a lovely weekend. It was great. And that sort of kicks off the festive period. So I am feeling a little bit more Christmassy. Yeah, I mean, I... Like I've always said, I'm a massive Christmas fan. It's funny we had we had a guy come in today doing like activities with the kids, and he started blasting out a tune uh, during one of his activities, which is oh God, I don't know the name of it, but it's it's like a Christmas classic, and it's on. It's always on Heart Christmas. It's it, it's lyricless. No, it's oh, lyricless. Is it, um... I always think that's that how's that not like a footy chant just kind of like are we ready let's go yeah I knew that straight away such a tune it's unbelievable and it just you know I've never Irish danced before but suddenly the big man the 18 and a half stone Michael Flatley <laughs> or Michael Flatney's, or should I say? Um, oh, it's just you know banging, and, and then, but it makes your whole body move that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I'm buzzing for it. I think, I think it's nice to know, fingers crossed, touch wood, um, that you know this is the first Christmas where I don't know where it is a bit more normal. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, hopefully everyone is able to have just the best time and see people that you know a member of staff from my work uh her eldest daughter's just come back from australia first time she's seen her in four years and she was so kind of emotional and and, and was so happy in it and that kind of gave me a buzz but that's what i'm all about yeah at christmas it, it is the season for goodwill and cheer for buzz yeah um bad, bad. <laughs> uh yeah and and so we will be doing a sort of christmas themed episode before Christmas, so we need your help as always. We want your funny story, Christmas-related stories. Um, I'll put some posts out on social over the next few weeks. But any sort of nativity play mishap, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear funny, weird, unusual presents you've been given for Christmas. Um, we'd it's love to always hear. A good, it's always a good at the Christmas. Yeah, right? we'd love to Is hear. Is that going to be in two weeks? Just any. It will be, won't it? Yeah, because so we finish on the sixteenth. On the sixteenth, right. yeah. So, so is that going to be our final app? That'll be the final app. So it'll be the Christmas app. So if you've got a funny Christmas story, nativity play mishap, f- some any sort of Christmas do confession. Oh, I was going to say yeah, yeah, Christmas do. Um, anything like that. Christmas don'ts. Yeah, and 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 get it over to us either by the website or you can DM either of us, and yeah, it might feature in the Christmas episode in a couple of weeks. So, um, massive, massive uh, panic this morning at my school. So I was doing, I was in my school today and this is quite funny actually. So, (laughs) she's going to hate me for this. Can we talk about something that very rarely happens, but if it does, it causes absolute mayhem and chaos. When children find the next clear page. No, 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 not that. (laughs) But... And this is before the school day starts. You know how manic it is. Let me try and guess. Right. So something happened. Something happened, right, which caused I'm sure it must happen. Yeah. Causes Uh, the staff loads of stress. Photocopier. Yeah, it was something to do with photocopier. But what particular about the photocopier? Because I'm sure this must happen in so many schools. Is it? Because you've got like a wireless photocopier. So you send it from the computer. Not the Wi-Fi down. Not the Wi-Fi down. I'll go Arnold Schwarzenegger then. 
Go on. Did you run out of toner? No, no. Ah. <laughs> Someone. Um, no. Spooled. Spooling. What's a spool? What's a spool? I don't know what spooling is. I've never heard But of basically, when you send a document to a printer, it spools. Spools? Spool? Is that, yeah, a, word? Is that right. a word? Spooling. Yeah. Spooling. spooling. Uh, I might have to Google it to know exactly what it means, but I think it's sort of when um, to send data that is intended for printing to an intermediate store. So you basically send it. It's sending the information. Well, one of the staff got caught spooling. We're spooling it's, all I over the place. I still feel a bit strange about the term, the usage of Yeah, spooling. it was a spooling nightmare because no one else could send anything to the printer because it was almost like a jam. Like, let, let's say it's traffic lanes. So are you talking like printer. someone's accidentally sent like a thousand copies or something? No, I don't even... It was just a, it was just a twinkle word mat or something like that. But then what... what but is it got a, spooled, Adam. But what is a spool? <laughs> it I, got spooled. I don't get... You've still not really caused, explained what a spooling is. So... People right. will be listening to this spooling going Spooling is the process of sending your data to the printer from your computer. Right. That's spooling. So, so once it's spooled, spools. once it's spooled, it's at the printer ready to be printed. But for some reason, the spooling got jammed. Now, normally, you can go to the little printer icon on your computer cancel and cancel the yeah, spool, yeah. right? So it spools no more. But we couldn't do that. For some reason, it wasn't coming up. Right, so no one could print for like half from half from eight o'clock till half eight this morning. There was no printing. No one was having anything sent through because this one member of staff had spooled all over the place. Right, that sounds filthy. Guess the name. <laughs> She's gonna hate me for this, and she listened to the episode the other week. Guess the name of the staff member who was spooling all over the place. Not Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> The first thing she said once, because obviously the IT coordinator yeah, yeah. stepped in and took, you know, off stepped up. Yeah. I tried to turn the printer off and on at the mains. It did not work. I was being tested. The spool tested. survived. The spooling was still, oh, it was. Well, a, you know what yeah. they say, don't you? Spooling. You know, wise men say only spools rush in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I was, I was at my wit's end. Um, I thought it was all spooled out. For God's sake, <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> and the first thing she said is, she went, if you mention this on your bloody podcast, because she came to no. me the other week. Sharon, we promised we won't. <laughs> <laughs> she came to me the other week and she was like, Sharon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she That's hilarious. Because, um, anyway, so so I managed to fix it by getting, uh, getting Sharon to log into a different computer on the system where she could then delete the spool. Ah, so you so I did manage to save. The I did, yeah, uh, yeah. I put the spool at bay um, and and saved the day. Basically, you played it spool. I was nice and spool, yeah. Um, but it was just—it's so funny how the littlest thing can cause utter mayhem. I think literally, people, some a teachers lot. were losing their heads because they needed to print the worksheets for the day or yeah, whatever yeah. they were doing that day. Oh, that's that's high. That is high stress. If you can't get what's needed. Um, or you know the printer breaks, tone is a nightmare. Uh, it's it, yeah, it's that's a stressful situation, and it could really make you spool over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I shouldn't have said it was Sharon, but it made me laugh because obviously we were talking about that the other yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like, just leave it, Sharon. <laughs> God's sake. But the thing is, Sharon's sound as a pound. Yeah, she like, sounds she, it. She's, she, <laughs> <laughs> that, that she's no spool that that's for sure yeah yeah that wasn't a joke so you know 
Um, well, obviously, last week we put a post. Well, you put a post out. Sorry, about children's quick responses. Do you remember? What like, like the, the comebacks? The, the quick comebacks, and yeah. uh, we put those videos out. They were met, you know, gleefully. Yeah. And uh, I just want to read some of the comments uh, underneath the children's quick comeback. Some right. of these are fantastic. Bringing furniture down from the attic, husband said to son, stay away from the stairs. There's something heavy coming down. The son said, what, you? <laughs> that is absolutely shade, isn't it? I said to them, my then two-year-old, two-year-old, right. we will have ravioli for tea. Can you say ravioli? And she said, yes, I can. Can you say hieroglyphics? <laughs> no way. I know. no way. Is that one of those classic parent things like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, my one-year-old's just started talking. <laughs> talking? My one-year-old's been writing full sentences. Didn't happen of the year award goes to... <laughs> There's no way a two-year-old would come out with that. <laughs> or it would be what it's like that friends thing, like Gleeber. Yeah, you know or, or like... the two-year-olds thrown up and just gone. Yeah. And t- oh my god, you're a genius! <laughs> um, I told my daughter to lose her attitude. She responded with, "I don't have an attitude. I just have a personality you can't handle." <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Um. <laughs> I asked the class of year nine to make sure they were correcting their mistakes. One boy said, my mum said I was a mistake. <laughs> I asked the reception child on the playground to go back inside and fetch a coat as it was cold. She turned around and said, I am not a dog. <laughs> well, woof, woof. Um, this, I think this is probably up there with my faves this week. A pupil on being told his teacher was pregnant with her fourth child said, You're like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> she was known as Mrs. Pez from that day. Right. <laughs> on that note, um, let me come in because I found this brilliant thread about nicknames. Okay, right? I have got a couple more. Yeah, I will yeah. return. Um, so... No Context Brits on Twitter. What's the best nickname you've ever heard? <laughs> Some of these are so funny. A Sparky I knew looked like Elton John and was and got called Socket Man. <laughs> Second name. Bloke where I used to work walked like he was tipping forward. He got the nickname Photo Finish. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> Um, Jew looks for a bloke who used to wear two coats when he was cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of my friend's school teachers named Brian had a glass eye. So they called him Bran. Brian without the eye. (laughs) Oh, no. A copper whose collar number was 2820 had the nickname The Owl. (laughs) 2820. (laughs) I read one recently about somebody knowing a guy called Anthony at work and he was only five foot tall, so his nickname was Shetland Tony. (laughs) (laughs) 
That is great. <laughs> I used to work with a rock fan who was a Jehovah's Witness. We used to call him Bon Jehovah. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Oh, man. Bon Jehovah. <laughs> a heavy metal fan I used to work with who was obsessed with cleaning his hands before work. We called him OCDC. <laughs> Very good. A mate of mine's work, woman joined the department and had the fir- same first name as the lady already working there. She became known as Sequel. <laughs> I like that. Just quick, sharp. <laughs> There's not much thought to this one. Lad I used to work with used to bring cheese sandwiches for lunch every day, so we called him Mr. Cheese Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's absolutely... That's not... That's... Like, what? <laughs> A vertically challenged school janitor in Coatbridge was known as Gianni DeVito. <laughs> Did they describe him as vertically challenged? Yeah, that's what the tweet says. Kid in our school, kid in our year at school in the mid eighties who was into new romantic bands, Spando Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I was called Barry in primary school because I was fat, and Barry from EastEnders <laughs> was fat. And this one is a little bit like that. Snack, the one that you said before. Snack box. Some fella got into a fight outside a pub and someone threw a chicken snack box at his face. Forever known as snack box ever since. <laughs> That's the worst type of nickname where something happens to you completely out of your yeah. control. And it gets, um, yeah, you get labelled. Have a friend uh, we call the exorcist because he never leaves a party till all the spirits are gone. Oh, that's good. That's clever, isn't it? I thought it might be because he projectile vomits all <laughs> yeah. over the place. Um, in my primary school, a boy's nickname was Biscuit. Not sure why. Once somebody got knocked down by a car and someone said, yeah, now he's a crumb. And it stuck. So from there on, that was his name. I don't even remember what his real name was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you from school. Is it not Biscuit? No. Oh, sorry, no, it's Crumb. <laughs> yeah. Crumb's a grim nickname, isn't it? What was Crumb? Oh, it's uh, what was it? Ah. Uh... Was no, it, was it? Was it oh, what was the cartoon where Crumb was a character? No, but you can imagine, couldn't you? Like, oh, that uh, just only introduce to me, mates. That's Jason. <laughs> that's Teddy. That's Big Crumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got called Ringo for a bit because in our car to work there was a John, a Paul, and a George. <laughs> then me, <laughs> like Vanessa. <laughs> I think my fave was about a bloke called Spider. His mates gave him the nickname because he once went shopping and bought four pairs of trousers. <laughs> That's great. There's a guy called Campbell Baxter, so he's known as Two Soups. <laughs> um, this is Scottish, a guy with a nickname of Prince Albert because his name was Willie Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Someone named Wayne Bruce has a nickname Manbat. Oh, I've heard that one before. Yeah, Manbat. Um, oh God, they're brilliant. Going back to a couple a of nickname. the old quick responses, the comebacks. I was told when wearing my yellow raincoat, I used to have a coat like yours. Then I thought I looked like a fisherman, so I got rid of it. <laughs> I was taking an assembly. And a year one girl walked in and hit a boy. I asked her why she did it. Her reply, because I could reach him. <laughs> I asked my nine-year-old stepdaughter why she didn't eat dinner. 
but wanted dessert. She said she had two bellies, a dinner belly, which was full, and an empty snack belly. I have that as well. It's good, isn't it? Uh, That's why they call me two bellies. (laughs) Terry, two bellies. Told my daughter, age four, her attitude stinks. Whilst in a busy supermarket, she said, no, mum, I've smelt it. It smells lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then finally... um, (laughs) Well, two, actually. I'm not a teacher, but when my son was two and a half, I asked him to tidy up and he said, nah, I'll just sit on the step (laughs) and do hieroglyphics, (laughs) baby. It's anything like... The other two-year-old. And then this one. Lovely stuff here. Child in nursery. Didn't want to go outside because she said, it's pissing down out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> now, do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were sharing some of the funniest questions uh, children have asked visitors? Yes. Yeah, so I've got a couple more of these for you to enjoy. Um, the first one. A mounted policeman came to our school. So when I first read that, I was like, what? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's, it's a <laughs> Let's policeman. Go <laughs> <laughs> Let's go outside. Let's go The only question from my class of year ones was, can your horse talk? And that made it make sense. So a mount, so he's on a horse. Ah, okay. Yeah. An um, answer to the question? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, church minister visited my P6 class. Said his first lesson was getting to know one another type lesson. And did the children have any questions? First child, ferrets, yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) Right, shoot. (laughs) Second child, have you ever eaten Italian pizza? Third child, do you like spicy curry? And does it give you the runs? (laughs) Getting to know you. Um, Two truths and a lie. (laughs) Yeah. One kid asked William Hague, RMP at the time, if he carried cash with him. When he said yes, he then asked if he could borrow a tenner. And William Hague gave him one from his wallet. Which is the most surprising part of that story, I I find. Well, it's true, but also, you know, that's going to cause chaos in the classroom (laughs) because the other kids are going to be like, can I have a tenner? Can I have a tenner? (laughs) Hague doesn't know the audience there. No. We had an elderly man visit the school to tell them what it was like living in our village 70 years ago. After he'd finished, he asked if there were any more questions, and one little boy put his hand up and asked, How old were you when you were born? (laughs) (laughs) The reply was, I was very, very young. (laughs) Yeah, that's the textbook, isn't it? I was zero. A well-known sports personality visited. A year five asked him, So what is your net worth? (laughs) <laughs> now depends what the sports personality is there isn't it yeah because if it's a ten- tennis player little what's your net worth oh I don't nice. know so even though it sounds I've got a feeling the child's just actually asking about the net <laughs> not does anyone else do that though I always you know when it's just kind of like you're wondering what a celeb may be up to or yeah. whatever and you just type in first thing on Google's always just like someone so say something like drake and it's just like net worth and it comes up in big bold i always i like that yeah but i i I don't know how true it is though because i'm sure i saw a video where lewis capaldi was going on about how his net worth is so many millions and he's like 
I've literally got 20 quid in my bank. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how... Good I'll, impression I'll... of Capaldi there. You can Thanks. make a living off that. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Just your typical Scotsman. <laughs> I've looked at all you got. That's one to quit of a lap. Um, we had a visit from a bishop and a child asked him, how long have you been the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, we had the fire service come to do f- safety training. A child in my year three class asked, how does Superman fly through fire? Perplexed fireman said, he's not real. <laughs> Child Aww. was very upset. Way to kill a dream. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> just a dead try. Like, yeah. kids asking crazy questions. <laughs> does your horse talk? Of course not. Why would my horse talk? <laughs> Fool. Recently, I had a visitor talk to the children about his STEM-related job. You know what STEM stands for? Stem cells? No, it's science, technology. Oh, what's the E? Education. And maths, I think. So it's like those type of jobs. Related job. After talking at length about ethical hacking and how he does it. Ethics. Possibly ethics. A child asked him, do you have any conditions? I'm not sure what you mean. Child then elaborated with, you know, like illnesses. (laughs) You know, like shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we recently had, <laughs> I don't know why this one tickled me recently had the police in talking about antisocial behaviour one of our brightest year five asked can you keep your glasses on if you're arrested <laughs> I don't know why that tickled I'm now me. wondering I'm, can, now, yeah, I'm yeah. now wondering, can you break one of the side bits of your glasses and unpick handcuffs? <laughs> well, possibly, yeah. We had a nursery kid ask an offset inspector why he had such big eyebrows. They really look like caterpillars. To be fair, the man was clearly used to comments and took it well. <laughs> I suppose towards an offset inspector, that's the, the least uh, sort of bad feedback you can get we went on a local trip uh, sorry went on a trip to our local council offices to learn about what goes on there and how decisions are made on the wall there were pictures of previous mayors and during the Q&A at the end one of the kids pointed at one of the portraits and asked don't you think he looks a bit like Chris Jenner (laughs) (laughs) I love it the effort you go to, it's like, we're inspiring this generation. They're, they're really taking it on board. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Um, we had a visit from a local church group doing an nativity workshop with year six. He asked if anyone had any questions. Young lady put her hand up and asked, what hobbies did Jesus have when he was on his two weeks off school? Oh, paternity leave. <laughs> uh, right, I'll finish with one more. Uh, So Boris was the MP of the area I was teaching in. He came into my group of year eight students to ask us what we were learning about. He opened the floor to questions. One lad raised his hand and asked, Sir, why does trouble always seem to follow you everywhere? (laughs) Myself and the AP who brought him in didn't know where to look. But then once Boris left, he got five dojos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, define trouble. Uh, how, how would you how would you uh, associate the trouble with me? Yeah. Because uh, you're a knobhead? <laughs> I, um, I 
listened to a really good podcast about ba- Boris Johnson, actually, about his whole like life. British Scandal, the series on Boris Johnson, really interesting. Mm. Yeah, as in, it just shows Scary. what I'm... Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, do you want some cringe? Oh, yeah, I love a bit of cringe. Uh, first week in my new job. Oh, granddad's here to pick you up. That's my dad. Ah, uh, it's crazy how often that happens, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. mad. I would... My advice to school staff everywhere is don't assume. Oh, no, yeah. firmly make an ass. If you're always going to assume, go low. Yeah. Oh, is that your brother? Is that your sister? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that your sister? <laughs> no, don't go grand. <laughs> Yeah. Never, ever go grand. Is that your sister on a Zimmer frame with no teeth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Doris. Your sister's him. <laughs> Just always yeah, aim go low. low. But, but yeah. Uh, first day at my new job, go out to meet my class and there's a child screaming blue murder on the playground. His dad was my ex-boyfriend. He hadn't recognised my married name. I wonder why the kid was screaming blue murder on the playground. Probably nothing to do with her. Unless it was, you know, not her son, but her stepson. Yeah, possibly. But surely Um, she would have known that. She would have known the kid. Well, possibly, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't remember. I was teaching, I was teacher training in year two. The kids were playing a phonics game on the computers, adding ER to the ends of the correct root word. I don't know why on earth the word bone was there. <laughs> boner? Miss, what's a boner? Year two. Why is boner? <laughs> You're adding ER. <laughs> Surely someone's just having a laugh there, aren't they? Um... <laughs> do, you know what's, do you know what's really sad? I am 34, married with two young children. And when you said add an ER and you said bone, I was literally like, that's class. Brilliant. Such, Wonderful. Such an immature. I know. Tubby lord. I am. <laughs> During PE, I did a demonstration on how to balance on a beam type equipment to only fall off and land flat on my face. All the kids laughed at me. I quickly jumped up and said, that's why we need to be careful. <laughs> Good voice. Good voice from you. Bit bit scooby doo shaggy ass that wasn't it? Like that's how we need to be careful, man. <laughs> I've lost my friend Tooth Scoop. Um Mine has to be Toothgate. We had a habit of throwing things over our shoulders if kids were messing with it. Blue tack, paper clips, etc. I thought this kid had white tack, so he gave it to me and I threw it. The little voice, but miss. That was Thingy's tooth. It came out. He was fidgeting with his, his friend's loose tooth. Manic 10-minute scramble. But I found it. And lots of, sorry, sorry. This will be funny when <laughs> to tell your kids when you're older. <laughs> Bet you any money that kid put white tack under his pillow. The teacher was just like, right, we need to make a tooth. <laughs> and that's got layers, that story. It? Why? Like, I've never known a kid to lose a tooth and then go, yeah, look at this. And well, it's like, precious, Whoa. isn't it? It's but then also, what school staff takes like takes whatever and contraband and just throws it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, that's... Must be a private school with money to burn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> on my first day of ever being a TA two years ago, I went to sit down on a stool and it completely fell apart underneath me. Oh. I landed flat on my bum with the whole class staring in shock. 
I laughed it off even though I was in pain and wanted the ground to swallow me whole. Some of the kids still love talking about it and say it's one of their funniest favourite memories of school. You see, your first, sec- day. first day, but then would she, is she stooling? <laughs> like, <laughs> spooling. Spooling. Is it stooling or spooling? What I was talking about before. Spooling. Spooling. Oh, no. <laughs> I owed it. I was thinking, this is a good line. I'll, I'll bring it back. But she, that could be known as stooling. Then you got spooling. Yeah. And then you've got. <laughs> Schooling. <laughs> Whilst teaching a maths lesson about relationships between numbers using part, part holes, I was quite animated as the children seemed to be getting it. I called out, how big is my hole? <laughs> Needless to say, the only sound was the other teachers in the class in hysterics. <laughs> oh, God. Um, during lockdown one, a year five boy was wearing a rugby shirt. I live in the next town along and support my home team. There's a rivalry between clubs bordering on intense dislike and I enjoy the banter of working with supporters of the rival team. So this day I was asking the young man if he'd done something wrong to be forced to wear the shirt as punishment. Right side of my brain said, what did you do wrong to be forced to wear that shirt? Left side of the brain, what did you do wrong to be forced to wear that kit? Mouth said, why are you wearing that shit? Oh, on a Zoom as well. I was looking over a child's shoulder once, reading his <laughs> reading his writing as he worked. I must have been concentrating so hard because I dribbled on his hand. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, pal. Oh, Just, gonna, uh... If you're trying to concentrate and do work, I think you're literally, you know, a big... A big... <laughs> We've got Sharon spooling and this teacher drooling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just be like, eh, looking up at the teacher, just like, like Homer over donuts. <laughs> I mean, how good must was have that been, sentence? Must, I was going to say, must have been such a sweet sentence. <laughs> Go on, put another adject in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How do you get out of that That's one? That's great, isn't it? <laughs> Miss, what are you doing? <laughs> oh. Right, during my first ever life education lesson, my TA felt she had to clarify what an anus was because I had not been concise. She stood up, (laughs) pursed her lips, and then asked the class if they've ever seen a cat's bum. (laughs) What weird. (laughs) Imagine just like... Is she pursing her lips to... To, to create <laughs> to create the anus. That's weird. Because would she have said it with a mouth in that position? So would she have gone, has anyone seen a cat's butthole? <laughs> oh no, it would have been anus, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure she would have said, anyone seen a cat's asshole? <laughs> oh God. Uh, when my TA appears in the classroom dressed as a vicar, Bible cross the lot. Proudly announces, well, this is my superhero outfit. Where's yours? Um, superhero days next Friday. <laughs> what was this? Jester? <laughs> a vicar? 
a new Marvel series. <laughs> that would be funny. But what superheroes? <laughs> what superpower have you got there? I don't remember Dawn French <laughs> blowing stuff up. <laughs> Not only that, not only that, but you've come to school on the wrong day. On the wrong day, and then made such a big scene. Is my super? Is my superhero costume? Where's yours? As a vicar. As a Jesus. Oh my God! You better pray for forgiveness. Superhero days next week. All right. Uh, Anyway, uh, has anyone seen a cat's bubble? (laughs) <laughs> oh god oh, right um this is quite rude so apologies but mm. teaching rse to year five and trying to figure out how to introduce the subject of wet dreams bad enough in itself decided i would write on the board and see if any of them knew what it was and could save me the embarrassment of com- of explaining of confessing. <laughs> <laughs> i said i'm going to write something on the board and I want to know if any of you know what it might be. Wrote the word, <laughs> wrote the word wet, and a boy's hand shot up. Relieved, I nodded at him, and he shouted, "Wet pussy!" <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Say what you see. <laughs> And then the TA didn't think I explained it properly. So then she changed her mouth. <laughs> she burst her lips and said... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh God. right. Oh, I've, got some, I've got some other stories as well. Um, well, before we go into some of the listener stories from the website, a couple of, like, just comments, really, more than stories... I'm off sick at the moment after finding things a little bit too much, but listening to the podcast has really reminded me of all the reasons why I love teaching, so thank you both for that. P.S. I can confirm Adam's breathing volume has improved over the last couple of podcasts. Very much appreciated. That's what a few extra puffs on the inhaler will do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Love your podcast. Have just started listening to your podcast from series one. Brilliant. I work in the NHS, not a teacher. We use wet paper towels for headaches. That doesn't respond to medication. It works. Fibres from the damp paper adhere to the forehead where a cloth may fall off. Wet paper towel should be classified as a legitimate treatment. My son has used it in school several times. Care of brilliant teaching staff after sustaining an injury. Keep using it. It works. Finally. (laughs) Science that I can get on board with. (laughs) Um, when I was a trainee teacher I had my final observation in a year two class I was prepared for the lesson and told the children we had a special guest so they would be on their best behaviour the children were great and my tutor seemed very happy with how the lesson was going one of the children shouted out miss I'm so happy you brought your mum to meet us she's so nice my tutor looked at me in pure fear knowing that she's only in her 30s (laughs) I told the children, oh no children, this is not my mum. This lady helps me to become a better teacher. To that, a different child responded, but she looks like you with grey hair. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you thought. (laughs) Um, We had a family whose parents had started a website selling sex toys. 
there was an article about them in a magazine where the dad explained that God had spoken to him while he was painting the porch one day and told him to start this website to help married couples in the bedroom. It came in the form of a TA dressed as a vicar. No, it didn't. Their <laughs> eldest daughter, who was in year two at the time, brought in the article for show and tell. Oh, no. <laughs> what a weird concept, though. Just like painting, just like... Dildos. Oh, my God. Yes. Divine intervention. What? Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> this. When I taught year three... We had a special visitor to our class. I told them he was going to be a regular visitor and he would be getting to know us better. One of the boys approached our visitor and asked if he was in charge of all the chairs in the school. Our visitor had a little chuckle and politely denied this. Our visitor was the chair of governors. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Didn't know where that was going. Didn't anticipate it. That is fantastic. <laughs> oh, love that. Love that. So, you're in charge of yeah. all the chairs. Every single chair? <laughs> love it. Great. Right. Um, do you want... What do you want to finish with? Do you want some Disgustings? Oh, I don't know. Maybe... Oh. Couple of Disgustings Go to on, finish. Go on, couple to finish. In our sc- just to set people up on the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, in our school toilets, we have fancy new hand dryers that you pop your hand in through the top and wave them up and down as the air shoots from the bottom. Like those Dyson blades. I think ones. so, yeah. Clearly another private school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when one day, we can only hope it was a child, decided to put a massive turd in it. How were they managed is still a mystery, but when it came to cleaning the log out of the dryer, all I... <laughs> Say is, shit really did hit the fan. <laughs> That'd be ill, isn't it? Every time you went to get it, the fan would go. The fumes. Oh, no. That's disgusting. <laughs> I was removing staples from a beam on the roof, as you do as a TA changing displays. I noticed something brown by the chair. When I moved it, a roof... When I moved it... Uh, I, so I could... When I... When I moved it, a roof so I could get to the next bit. Along the roof, maybe? Anyway, when I moved along the roof uh, to get to the next bit, I thought it was just a rock, so left it there as I finished the job I was doing. I stepped off my chair when I finished onto the very squishy what I thought was a rock, but turned out to be a child's actual poop that must have fell out of their trouser leg. I should point out I work in reception, but why would you stand... (laughs) On the what you thought was a rock, like why, why take the chance? Little, I just need a little leg up. I'll stand on that rock over there, that random brown rock. <laughs> Lovely yellow spots on the rock as well. Um, oh god, right. Here's another. I think this is a bit rude. Gonna message this one in relation to needing a laugh, but not all, not being able to. Year six class about seven years ago, a child had emitted a pretty toxic fart. So my TA at the time asked if someone needed a toilet. The girl she was listening to read said the girl she was listening to read said something along along the lines of "Who's farted?" So my TA said, "Well, it won't be you because girls don't use the word fart." A boy in front said, "No, girls don't fart; they queef." <laughs> 
my TA, completely oblivious, said, Oh, yes, that's a better word. Girls queef. <laughs> I quickly interjected with a boy, zip it. Boy full knew, knew full well what he'd done and sat there grinning. At the same time, my TA announced that anyone around her that queef was a better word. I had to tell my TA what a queef was at break time. And she's now nicknamed <laughs> Queef Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell you what that kid who said, no, you call it Queef, and then the TA jumped on it, you'd be like, <laughs> got him! <laughs> yes! I got him! <laughs> How was your day, son? Fantastic! Do you want another massive O? Go to on. Finish. Yeah, go on. Hello, this is a massive... Uh, sorry, this this episode is is quite rudy doody. So, I mean, I'm going to have to put a little disclaimer on the uh, episode notes. Too late now if you're already listening, but... <laughs> yeah, um, laughing so hard, you queef. <laughs> <laughs> but, hello, this is a massive O. Not on my part, of course, but a colleague I work with. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Many years ago, it was the time of the year that upper school staff prepared to give their class the talk. At the time, the girls went with the female teacher and the boys headed off to the male teacher. Anyway, both teachers spoke to their group, telling them all about the birds and the bees. The female teacher had an ask it basket in her class where the children could submit an anonymous question without any embarrassment. At the end of the day, she picked out the questions to discuss with the children about the sexual education lesson that day. She read the questions out. Is it really true... You go blind if you masturbate. Oh no, children, that's not true at all. A boy piped up. Mr. X told us that during the talk. The teacher was horrified that a male colleague would tell the boys this. Why joke around or say things that will confuse them more? So she reassured the boys and girls that you couldn't go blind through masturbating. After school, she went to speak to her male colleague, Mr. X. Um... Why did you tell the boys they could go blind if they had a wank? We need to be professional. Mr. X seemed confused. Hey, eh, but it's true. You can go blind if you masturbate too much. The female teacher had to sit down and explain a few things to the colleague. He went home enlightened. Poor man can't see anything now. <laughs> Just kidding. But this is a true story. How we laughed when we heard this story, poor guy, had been told that as a boy, and he fully believed it all his life. Love the pod, guys. Look forward to it every week. Keep up the good work. Yeah. And he had the cutest guy dog with him while he did the talk. <laughs> <laughs> a guy dog with a massive right arm. <laughs> uh. Right, uh, so that brings us to the end of another episode, guys. So thank you so, so much again for all your stories and contributions. Um, we hope they give you a laugh. They certainly give us one. Um, and yeah, keep sharing your stories. As we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, we've got the Christmas episode coming in a couple of weeks. So any Christmas-related stories, whether that be um, nativity mishaps, funny things that have happened during your nativity play, school just presents that you've been given that christmas are a bit out there do's and christmas don'ts yeah those confessions at the christmas do drunken antics scandal that's what we like the juiciness let's have us dribbling 
<laughs> for our children's hands uh, as we read those juicy confessions. <laughs> I'd love to know what the sentence was. Oh, it'd been something like the cat sat on the mat just like. Oh. <laughs> um, so as always, thank you. If you've uh, if you've not left left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do that because it really does help. Uh, you can follow us on the socials at Miss ICT underscore Mister P at to Mr. P's podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, you can join the Facebook group as well. So yeah, uh, we'll see you next week in December when the craziness ensues. Yeah, take care.